Quit making me laugh, motherfucker. All right, sorry. I'm going to close my eyes and do right, it. Do the intro, bro. All right, the intro. doing the intro. Welcome, everyone, mm-hmm. to the jazz. <laughs> Quit doing ASMR, you motherfucker. This is some good water. <laughs> <laughs> that fine... Northern North Carolina water. <laughs> oh yeah, you're a Virginian. You don't know nothing about that water. Don't dox me on the internet, dude. I will fucking dots in you on the internet. Those are bad cars. About the dogs, and I was anything else. They're so disgusting. My fucking mic keeps dropping. I'm gonna be pissed. Okay, there we go. Welcome, everyone, to the Jazz Jitsu Podcast. I am your host, Jazz Ortiz, and today we have a very special guest, someone who I would call a close friend. Um, we call him many things. We call him us. <laughs> Sometimes we call him Scott. Other times we call him Cook. <laughs> Sometimes we call him Kukaroo. But whatever you call him, that is him. He will respond to anything, anything you call him. So, without further ado, my guest, the first guest to ever be on the podcast, I knew I had to give the honors to someone, and I knew it had to be someone very special. Of course, it had to be fucking Scott Vernon. They're just talking to this thing now. (laughs) (laughs) Before we started the podcast, uh, Scott was just doing his little ASMR. You know, just sipping on this drink. Doing his ASMR thing, you know. He says his ASMR career is really going to take off. Yep. He started OnlyFans. And OnlyFans of nothing but sipping a little sippy yep. cups. Oh, do you like the sound of water being drunk? Drunk. Use my Cuomo code for yeah. $9.95. We don't say promo code anymore, so when we get sponsors on the show and uh, we start blowing up, we're not going to use uh, promo codes. We're going to use Cuomo codes. Cuomo codes. Yeah. So what's new, dude? What's happening? Uh, always something, bro. Nothing, nothing to report, though. Uh, what's your, what's your, uh, what's the line you usually say? Always something, but nothing worth. Not, nothing worth reporting. Nothing yep. worth reporting. Yep. So. Yep. Just got some training in today. Uh, yeah. Got some free private lessons. With really. My, with my Cuomo code. Yep. Um, and yeah. Uh, now we're here, you know. What's that? What's that Cuomo code? Pass uh, me that. Pass me that Cuomo code. Jazz, jazz jitsu. Uh, oh, two five eight, two five eight. Yeah, no wonder I couldn't get. It. I was trying two four seven. Yeah, you know you gotta one louder. You know these these go to eleven. One hour later and one hour one day more. We never do twenty four seven. We do twenty five eight. Yeah, sometimes uh twenty three six, but most of the time. If I'm know. feeling a little rundown, if I'm feeling a little covidy. Yeah, we'll do twenty twenty three twenty three eight. Yeah, funny story. Uh, Jazz gave me COVID nineteen. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, I'm pretty sure it was you. Pretty sure it was you. Tell yep. us your tell us your experience with COVID. I've told them about my experience Have and you how you uh in, infested me with the COVID. Um, yeah. Um, well, I had it allegedly. Yeah. Pull the mic closer to. Oh, we're we're doing this again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got to pull it closer. How about that? That's better. So Jazz literally set this mic up on like a, a drawer that like slowly like <laughs> <laughs> pulled it 
pulls away from me. Don't you judge. Don't you judge our studio. I'm not judging. I'm just. Don't set you it, judge. Set it, they call this setting the scene. We're setting the scene. Yeah. The scene has yeah. been set. Gr- greatest city in the world, for sure. What? Philadelphia was the greatest city in the world. We did that too. Yeah. What we're we talking about though? COVID. Oh you, yeah, right. having COVID. Uh, well, Anderson Silva gave it to me, and then word. Um, Remember, we did think we had COVID that time because we both felt like shit on, yeah, well, on the way to that. Ter- this was uh, pre-COVID, like seminar. Neither, neither of us knew that. Uh, yeah, I thought I had like a. I don't know what it was, but like I'd already paid my money and shit. And I'm getting them sick. If I'm if I paid my money, you're getting sick too. You're you know? getting COVID. Yeah, but this was we, no one knew about COVID, so it wasn't like. Uh, you know, a social taboo to just go places sick now. Good lord. Good lord. Yeah. Fucking get stones thrown at you. For real. Yeah. 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 So it's funny you mentioned the uh, Anderson Silva seminar because you just showed me that uh, is the one year anniversary. Yeah. One yeah. year anniversary we gave uh, COVID to Anderson Silva. Uh, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. That was very fun. That was. Uh, I don't know. I, we've been training for like a year together, but that was that the first seminar that we went to. I would say together? so. Together, yeah, because we had ne- we'd done some uh, cross training at other places, but we'd never uh, we'd never done any seminars yet. Right. I think that was the first. Yeah, first of many. That was a good one. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, that, so like the first half of the day was like Muay Thai, and then and then you came in for for the jujitsu bits. I remember because I was passed out in the car, and you were. Yeah. Doing like, the Muay Thai. I was like, mm, yeah. no, I feel like shit. I think I'll take a nap. Well, I picked you up at like super early and uh, we had to drive yeah. to get there. It's packed. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Dude, talk about the money that dude makes in. All you got to do is break your leg one time and uh, <laughs> you can pack seminars, you know? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's why he packs seminars. I'm sure. It definitely had nothing to do with the. Amount of records he broke just and title defenses. Just get your, uh, your, you know, your, your leg hit checks and yeah, yep. break your leg and yeah. yeah, pack seminars. Yeah, what if the seminar wasn't even uh him showing stuff? It was just uh him showing his scars and his leg you and could going touch his leg maybe. Yeah, I bet just got a dent in it. You think? I don't know. Cause he had a quick turnaround after he had broke his leg. He had tried to. Uh, that's when he. I think it was around that time that he popped for steroids, because oh, he had tried to come back really quick. I think it was like months. I don't even think he took like a year off. Steroids, dude. Mm-hmm. Who hasn't got popped for steroids in old school UFC? That's the that's the real question. Weren't they all like the TRT era of the UFC? Had some big boys. Uh, Vitor Belfort was my favorite. Yeah. If if everyone could just be on the juice. That's what I want to say. I want to see the most roided up trained dude against, you know, your most roided up trained dude in, in a no rules. And so we're talking about this. So, like, have, like, a, a three or four day survival trip, like, before they fight, just so they're a little bit weathered. I want to see the weigh-in survival trip. That's like a overall. that's like a challenge in, over, like, overall challenge of how you would do in... Any situation. Yeah. Because you involve survival, combat, what else do you say? That's it. And just weight cutting, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Just weight cutting. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to make a certain amount of weight, whether you're roided, roided up or not. Right. I really don't like the, the, you know, like people weigh in and then they come back 20 pounds heavier the next day. Right. Uh, they should fight immediately, you know, you're on the scale and. Yeah. 
But yeah, that's what I would like to see would be a survival trip into a fight. So, back off of this tangent that we got on. Yeah, I don't know how Tell us there. about your COVID experience, bro. All right. Yeah, well, what I had was your it, COVID um, experience like? I was stuck in the house for 10 days, two weeks, something like that. Uh, and it was because jujitsu that I knew that I had it. Because uh, I was like, damn, this feels like somebody's sitting on my chest. And uh, so that sucked. And then uh, there was a tournament that f- weekend. And I was like, well, maybe I just have a sinus infection. Let me go get checked out so I can go compete in this tournament. And uh, turns out I had COVID, so I I didn't I didn't get to to play in that tournament. But um, what were your symptoms? Um, so like the, the I was a little bit tired. I had uh just a very slight fever that wasn't a whole lot, and then nothing. And then the third day, I had like a really terrible sore throat, and I was like, man, I need to go check get this checked out. And then. Uh, so two days later, I was done. So like five days total. Yeah, I felt fine. Yeah, the I think the worst part of it was like the the little dark fog that came along with it, just because you couldn't do shit. Yeah, like that's what got me th- the most was I was just fucking trapped in the house. It was like R. Kelly. Yeah, for real. <laughs> trapped in the closet. No, it sucked, dude. That was the worst part. Uh, and so it was like squash season, I feel like. For whatever reason, I just had a bunch of squash in the house. And so all I was eating was like egg whites and squash. I was so tired of that by the end of it. Have you ever done the uh, yellow Is it yellow squash that you did? Yeah. Have you ever tried that like as spaghetti? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I had zucchini uh, noodles last night, actually. But mm, uh, Delicious. Delicioso. Es muy delicioso. So let's talk about your other nickname, uh, Scotty Silva. Tell yeah. us about how you got that nickname. <coughs> Excuse me. That'll sound chill, great. Scott. Yeah, it's that'll just sound great on audio later. Chill, Scott. Um, it's just the COVID. Scotty Silva. I don't know how I got that name. Uh, probably from when I punched Anderson Silva in the face. Knocked him out, right? Yeah. Too. Um, KO. Clean yeah. KO too. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know, he was showing moves at the seminar. He was like, "So here's, you know, the teat kick and." You know, you can counter some stuff this way. And then and you were like, obviously, like, I know that. Yeah. Well, I was obviously. Like, I mean, who are you? Let me show you something that I learned. And he was like, okay, in his Brazilian accent. And um, and then I punched him square in the jaw. And he was like, bah. Word. Yeah. And, um, yep. And then. And then you took him on in the gi, right? Because uh, it was grappling right after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it was it, it, Muay Thai in the gi. That's what we did. You yeah. did Muay Thai in the gi? If you, can, if you can believe it. Oh, I can believe it. Definitely. But yeah, so we, we Muay thai in the gi, and then we, uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Sweet. There's some pretty cool stuff he showed us. I uh, uh, snuck in sauce because he was teaching two different groups. He was teaching the advanced, and then he was teaching the beginners. He's teaching the beginners some good shit. Remember we picked up on that detail where he was grabbing the pants and he would choke you from the armbar position? Oh, yeah, true. Mounted armbar yeah, position? Because he, he didn't teach us that. And he was teaching the beginners that. True. Very sneaky. No, we were doing like... Uh, we were doing like back stuff, remember? Because we were trapping the arm. No, and then we also did like a weird like guard break, like standing up in like oh, yeah. a squatted position. and. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I remember from that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. still grappling the gi? Me? 
Yeah. Yeah, sure. What do you like? Gi or no gi? More. Uh, that's a good question. Um, and I don't think I have enough expertise to uh, answer it. <laughs> it's not an expertise question. It's a preference question. Uh, what do you prefer? What does Scott Vernon like to do for fun? When so it comes, it's like four or five questions. When um, it comes, when it comes down to grappling. So, uh, I, I like weapons, bro. I know it's not like grappling per se, but like extreme close quarters combatives type. I have a gun and a training knife as well, and you know how can you manage somebody's hands so that you win that drag race to the weapon? That's what I really like, and that's what got me into jujitsu and stuff. So you um, so you did weapons training before you did jujitsu? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's what really uh, excites me, and that's what I think about jujitsu all the time is like you know weapons based i know you're super into like competing and stuff and yeah more into the sport aspect yeah. but that's interesting uh you say that because uh is that what got you into jiu-jitsu yeah you wanted to see how you could incorporate that into the weapons aspect well yeah uh and i'd taken some classes that were uh opened my eyes to that just carrying a gun or a knife isn't enough unless you know how to employ it or tie your hands up in a way that i can get to my gun because uh, if you can't get to it, or if you can get to it, and you can also get to it, now we're fighting over the gun. Um, so I've taken classes in, like, controlling the person so that you can get to the gun, and that's all jujitsu, essentially. Yeah. Uh, or that's where that came from, or wrestling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I originally got into jujitsu. Honestly, just because I was looking for something to do. Yep. I had, uh, I wanted to do something cool. I didn't want to just do just any sport. I wanted something that would, that would get chicks, you know, something <laughs> that would make me popular. Did, well, did it work? I mean, it, it was okay. <laughs> I mean, nobody fucked with me in school, definitely. I, um, uh, I had a few uh, interactions that we might get into, yeah. and I kind of, I kind of hope we get into, but, um. No, I mean, no. Did he get me chicks? No, definitely not. But I definitely didn't get fucked with. Which was nice, and I think it was also mainly because I never put myself in that position to ever get messed around with. So yeah, it was it was more my cautiousness, if that's even a word, than it was my uh, skill in jujitsu or MMA. Because I didn't even I didn't even start. Uh, Start out with jujitsu. I started out as MMA because I wanted to do fighting to begin with. I wanted to do like UFC type stuff. You train that UFC, bro. Yeah, I had my tap out shirts and my my affliction shirts with the glitter all over it, bedazzled. Yeah, with spiked hair. You know, you went through that. You went through that era. Don't say you didn't. Uh, I, I'm still in that era, fool. Like I <laughs> got my big. Bedazzled jeans and no, no, no. <laughs> got them bedazzled jeans and the yeah. affliction shirt. And what the about those like raver pants that had like the tassels that would come out of the uh, you know, the, the cargo pocket? Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, we've got extra pockets for you to carry stuff, but we've also got these lengths of fabric in that you can pull out and dance around. Those would definitely look good with some Ferragamos. Oh, true, yeah, true. <laughs> nothing, you know, nothing screams class like. Some fair combos and rave and pants. And dress shoes. You know it. Yep. 
Yeah, dude. So let's talk about Vegas, man. Yeah, let's talk we, about we that. Just did that? How about yeah, that? On the uh, on the last podcast, I told him towards the end of the episode that you know that's that was going to be my bachelor party, and uh, we'd be gone the whole weekend. We uh, we went. Was it Thursday to Sunday? Sunday, yeah. Thursday to Sunday. What was it like for you, Scott? Oh man, what do you think? Uh, so I'd, I'd never been to Vegas before. Neither uh, so of that us. Was a, that was a. It was, it was, yeah, I see how people get wrapped up in it. Yeah. Uh, it was ne- a lot of fun. Never a dull moment. Um, no. Lots of lights and things to see and uh, lots of people to see. And even with COVID, you know, they're saying that uh, there weren't nearly as many people there, uh, particularly Thursday. Uh, yep. The city uh, opened up, you know, over the weekend. But, um, man, it kind of feels like, you know, libertarian paradise there. And, right. You know. Uh, it was nice to be among crowds. Yeah, I hadn't seen crowds in a while. Yeah, and it was interesting because when we were there the first couple of nights, it was cold as fuck. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be warm the whole time. I had even took shorts because right. I thought it was gonna be warm. It was cold. It was chilly. Yeah, it was maybe one day where it was actually a little. It was nice, but warm. when the wind started getting blowing and you were in the shade of those casinos, no thanks. Like I wish I'd have bought another coat. We'll see. I was alright. We'll see, and we also would get up super early because our town or, difference was so yeah, different. Not good at bed, more like that. <laughs> yeah, that was me on last night. Yeah, the two two of the three days we were there, I didn't go to yeah. bed. Oh Can, no, that was you yeah. were like that the entire time. You can't time tell me they're not pumping stuff into the air of the hotel yeah. to just keep you awake. Because my my sinuses were a little messed up when I got back, man. Even at like, you know, so you've been up for like forty eight hours at that point, and. Uh, it's just unreal. It's like, you know, I'm not. Why am I not tired right now? Right. Yeah. So, so how how many hours do you think you were up straight? I, uh, I don't know. Forty forty eight something like that. Forty forty eight. Yeah. So I yeah. Yeah, I'd slept maybe like four hours. Over the three days, I would think maybe six. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, what were you doing that entire time? Like, were you just laying in bed, just so couldn't get the, to sleep? The one day, uh, I was down on the floor playing games, and um, everybody went to bed. And I was like, "Well, I guess, I guess I'm gonna go to bed too." And I walked up and got in the bed and uh, was playing on my phone for a minute, and then it was like, you know. Seven o'clock at that point, and you called me. You're like, "You want to get some breakfast?" I was like, "Yes, yes, I do." I've been, my stomach's been growling in the bed for like the past hour. I wonder, yeah. like three or four in the morning, is anything even open? You would yeah. think you would think things in Vegas would be open like twenty four hours. So the Walgreens I know, like, was open. Like uh, the stuff across the street was all open. Denny's uh, was open. Yeah, yeah. After all, y'all passed out. I just like walked around, and uh, everything was open. It seemed like. You know. They know. Yeah. They know. Yeah. Everything was open. Yeah. So, um, what were your favorite games? Since this was, it was not your first time gambling, but it was your first time in Vegas gambling. Yeah. Uh, I like roulette just because it's relatively easy to, uh, understand and play. Uh, blackjack we played a little bit of. I don't like that. I, re- I, I play a lot of poker in real life. Um, but when we had gone to the places, uh, it just seemed 
a little intimidating. Like you got to wait in line to then. So I didn't do that. I didn't play. I didn't play in Vegas. Uh, but a lot of a lot of roulette, a little bit of slot machine action. Um, but yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Tell us about your winnings. You you were probably the biggest winner of the whole trip. Yeah, I did good. I feel like yeah, um, you did really good. Yeah, so I won twenty five hundred on a slot machine, just walking up to it and hitting that. Um, you had that touch. Yeah, you yeah. just had that. When touch, the universe that calls, touch. you gotta you gotta listen. And uh, so I hit twenty five there. I hit a couple slot machines for three, four, five hundred bucks. I hit a penny slot for like almost four hundred. I swear. Uh, Won a lot on the roulette table. It's um, not fair. It's not fair. Why can't that be me? Uh, it's because your attitude, man. Mm. Yeah. With that attitude, no. Bad attitude. Yep. You gotta, you gotta manifest the wins, bro. You gotta put it out there. Listen to the universe. Exactly. And it'll come back to you. Yeah. I remember. Uh, let's talk about the when we were at the the link. When uh, you put fifty five bucks in and you got twenty five hundred back, yeah, and just tell us about that interaction between you and the the attendant. Oh, the lady. When yeah. the, the machine uh-huh. started going so off. So that was weird. Like, so this little Asian lady just pops up and uh, is telling me that she's gonna pay me out on this slot machine that I want. I'm like, okay, great. So she needs my ID for taxes, which I didn't. I, I was trying really hard not to give her my ID. I was like, you know, is there any way that I can not? pay taxes on this money. Turns out you got to pay taxes on your winnings over 1300. So, yeah. Right. So, uh, she asked for my ID. I hand it to her and she's got like these, like you're a doctor. What are those things called? Uh, Oh, the shears. I yeah, guess. Uh, hemostats maybe. Um, but scissors. Yeah. Like roach clips, you know? Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like, so she grabs my license, uh, with these like scissor things. And I'm thinking there's a language barrier there. To begin with, and I'm thinking right. she's literally cutting my license in half. Like she thinks, because I, I worked in a bar for a while, and I thought that what what I had pictured that she thought it was a fake ID, and she was just gonna cut it in half, and that was gonna be the end of it. That's what I was seeing in my head. So, so uh, let's say, let's say she would have cut your ID in half. Why would she have cut it in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. There's no there's like no you, like rationale to explain why she would have actually cut it in half. Right. But I just saw these silver scissor looking things coming like, coming out of her uh Home Depot belt full of change and you know, players' cards and stuff. Right. And uh I'm just thinking she's cutting my my license. So I'm like, you know, what's up, lady? Like, what are you doing? And um Turns out she was just yeah, she was just sanitizing yeah just sanitizing it. So she grabs it with these uh, roach clips and um, sprays it with this like hand sanitizer. Sprays yeah. the pen down this pen. It's like like I just got it out of a swimming pool. You got to shake it off and just to sign this card. Yeah, it was really really weird. Yeah, uh, very weird. But, but uh, you got your twenty five. I got my twenty five hundo and I'll get a W two in the mail too. Yep. So, yeah. Lame. Yeah, lame. Way lame. lame. Yeah. Government's got to get their, get their shit. Always. Boo. Always. As if it wasn't already hard enough to win in Vegas as it is. Right. Now, even when you win, you got to pay taxes on it. Yep, and that's pre-tax money you're betting, too. And then you're winning post-tax money. Lame. Yeah. Government always wins, bro. Always. What always. If the casino don't win, the government wins. Yeah, right. That's the ultimate casino is this, uh, whatever. <laughs> 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 Don't get me going. But yeah, I had a great time in 
in Vegas. I would definitely be back. Uh, yeah, dude, we're going back. Yeah, it's not if we go back; it's when we go back. Right. True. Because no, I, yeah, it was very fun. It was super eye opening. Like, uh, so I'm a farmer. I I don't like I don't leave the farm very often. But like, I was like, yes, this reminds me of growing up and having like a real social life and being right. out and you know, food. Being out on the town. Yep. Uh, so it was much needed in my life, I feel like. Blow off some steam. Yeah, come yeah. back. Rejuvenated, ready to ready get to back to training and keep on lifting, you know. True, true. Thing. True. Um, probably my favorite games out there were probably uh, Blackjack, definitely. That you was like number that? one. Definitely. Let's not hear that. Definitely. Definitely. Because I love Blackjack. Motherfucker, you don't even know how the cards. He was like, are aces high or low? I love Blackjack. I, I don't. Like, hey, look. I play on my phone. It tells me the number immediately. I never read the freaking cards and all that. All it does is pop me up a little circle with a number on it. And then I go, you know, bet or not bet. And I felt so baller because I was carrying around my chips. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, I'm a millionaire, baby. But it felt so cool and so intense when I would be on the ta- when I would be at the table, and I'd tell them, you know, hit me or no, I'll stand. Just doing those hand maneuvers, it was just like I, I wasn't I wasn't one of those like I like I definitely didn't know what was going on, but I would act like I knew what was going on, and I'd be like all intense and quiet. I'd be the quiet player. I'd be like, yeah, I'm here to take all y'all's yep. money. If you're playing, you're quiet. But as soon as you were watching, no, loud jazz came Dude. out. Dude. Rooting for whatever. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It could have been because I was under the influence a little bit. Yeah, we were all kind of drunk. Yeah. They give you free drinks there. It's, you yeah. know, whatever. You got to do what you Free. Mean. Free. Yeah. Air quotes. Just free. keep sticking dollars in that slot machine and exactly how about that one time where i was at the craps table and uh you were with me because we thought it was bullshit i uh i was playing at the table and this woman just one of the waitresses just walked by me and i wanted a drink and then i tried to go get her to get me a drink and she said i have to see you at a table playing and i was like well i was at a table you just wouldn't freaking come by yeah i don't remember that no it was uh it was early in the morning when we had just first got up we're waiting to get into. Oh wait, you didn't come to. Did you come to breakfast with us at the hash house? I think it was. It was the second day. It was in the morning. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Did you? Know. Sure. Oh, that was you the, did because yeah, you got the I, banana I, thing. Yeah, it, it came with the banana thing. Yeah, right. it was that morning. That morning. Yeah. Wild man. I'll tell you where I got really loud. You know where? I do. I know it's about to come. The horses. <laughs> I love the horse games. So yeah, if, if you've never played the horse games, Jazz is uh, fond of. It's like they got these like Barbie doll horses in like this glass dome, and you put the money in, and it gives you some like fake odds, and then like you know you get to shout at the horses as they run around this plastic track. Uh, I felt like that game. It was just like taking my money, and uh, like I felt like. That game was playing me as opposed to me playing that game. Yeah, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a loser speaking. Yeah. That kind that sounds like you lost a little money on that game. Yeah, I lost like ten, fifteen bucks. N- nothing like you though, man. You're Yeah. No. I lost millions. Yeah. Millions. No, dude. I lost like five bucks and I was pissed. True. I'd get pissed. 
But when I was winning, boy. Ooh. That's how they get you, you know? Exactly. Um, I'd always be betting on the ones that, uh, it would either be six, because I remember the colors. It would be either six, four, or three. Those would be the ones that I would always pick. And I yeah. did pretty good with six for a while. R- regardless of their odds, they'd be like. Yeah. Yeah. I just picked them because I was like, oh, that one looks pretty. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't feeling that game. I don't know about you, but I was. You was fi- you was feeling that game until you started losing. Yeah, well, well when I was watching you play. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was like, oh, this looks like fun. And you were watching me then lose I was my like, ass. what? Betting on, the, betting on the top two horses every time doesn't result in a victory? And, uh... That's why you gotta spread your spread your bettings to the point where like you're not even winning, you're just breaking even. When does your gambling DVD drop? Uh, uh, yeah, Jazz Ortiz into into the gra- gambling uh, s- uh, system. Yeah, learn how to lose money with Jazz Ortiz. Yeah, no, but I didn't do too bad. The uh, anyone that doesn't know that they haven't been to Vegas yet, there's a game you can play. Uh, it's called My Vegas. And it's like they have slots and blackjack. Those are the link two I play. But if you play these games enough, they will give you points to where you can use it, use that uh, those points in Vegas for actual money. Like I used my points to uh, to get, as gambling money. I got like three hundred bucks and just free play. It was awesome. And uh, I didn't. I don't think I blew through all of it. Like I think. I had taken three hundred bucks of my own to gamble, and then I had three hundred bucks in uh spending uh in the free play, and I think I only used the free play that whole trip, and I think I came. I had won, I'd got up to like three sixty, and then I I played it all down to like one eighty, something like that. So. Yeah, I remember the first Something day like you, were, you were way down at a certain point. You were like, oh, I lost lost all my money. But you came back. You know, yeah, you came back. yeah, I came back on that second day, man. I was hitting. Yeah. I was hitting big. I was hitting <laughs> big, especially on that freaking the the Playboy Bunny slot machine. That one was good. I, you said uh, go to the slot machine that calls for you. I was like, Dude. Yeah, and you are like, oh, naked women, let's and go. Naked women and money? Oh, that's Cha-ching. me. Cha-ching. Yeah, that's not what I meant, but it worked. Hey, hey you know, it worked. I won. I won some money on that one, and then I won some money on the one right beside it. It was just like one of the house machines, but I thought it was cool looking. It had the big knob on it that you could pull. Yeah, I felt very. Uh, it pleased the physical. It wasn't just like I definitely it, rather pull the lever. Right, it feels a lot cooler than just hitting the button. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It, it, it's. Uh, tactile very pleasing very pleasing makes me feel better than just hitting this button and losing five bucks ten bucks 25 bucks 100 bucks whatever it is i feel i feel like i have more of a chance of winning if i pulled the thing yeah no uh there's i I I feel like that too but no but no 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 no. that's that's how they get you you're losing you're losing regardless Uh, the uh the newer machines are bs that's where i lost most of my money yeah i don't trust the slot machine period yeah no, it's kind of like grocery shopping. You know, they tell you all oh, like the, the, non-processed foods are around the outer edges. <laughs> yeah, right. Or the stick least, to the outside of the grocery store. Right, yeah. stick to the outside of the grocery store, and the all the processed and fake foods are in the middle. It's kind of like that with the casino. 
like in the middle or all like the newer machines that are going to take your money regardless. But at least you got a better chance at winning at one of the house machines that are towards the back, you know, where nobody's looking. Maybe. 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 That's a maybe. That's right. not even a guarantee. No. But they're, hey. they're winning, bro. They're winning. I don't do too bad. Yeah. How uh how was your uh gambling uh money after uh the whole trip? That what was, was your good uh how much you take and how much did you come back with? Oh, I don't know. Um I got a free trip at least out the deal. Probably some shoes, you know. Yeah, cuz we all we had worked it out to where uh three guys were going to be in one room and then uh two guys would be in the other. And it was kind of set up to where the snores would be on in one room and then uh all the other guys would just be in the other. Right. And then you ended up getting your own room yeah. cuz you just made that much freaking moaning. Yeah. That moaning. Yeah, so I got my own room. I was like, yep. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah. 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 Y'all y'all were asleep and I was like, well, damn. How did you sneak in? I'm very sneaky, bro. Very sneaky. Yeah, very very sneaky. Yeah. Uh but like I didn't even I didn't even hear you come in or nothing. It could have been cuz I was wasted too. Yeah, no, y'all were drunk. Yeah, yeah y'all were way drunk. Could have been that. No, too. it was super uh I mean, it, probably like 4:30, 5 o'clock. Y'all were out. Yeah. Well, that's uh, wait. So you came in at 4 or 5 o'clock? Yeah, and then grabbed my bag and then uh went to my room and um Hung out by myself for like an hour trying to go to sleep, and then then that's when you called me, and that's when we went out to to breakfast again. Yeah, dude, that's hilarious. Because if you would have came in an hour later, we we were already up by then. Yeah, we were headed to the hash house. Yep, dude, talk about your breakfast, dude. You got a whole freaking banana in yours. Yeah, I got some French toast and banana and stuff. I it was I don't know. I you didn't right. seem very pleased. No, I wasn't. I wasn't hitting it. Yeah, yeah. I I I'm gonna be honest with you. That banana didn't look good. No. It looked old. Yeah. I like green bananas anyway. The thing was definitely Are you serious? Spot. Yeah. You're a crunchy banana kind of guy? Uh, sure. Mm, not for me. I like them perfect yellow. I don't like them when they get mushy and they start getting the, the You know, black bananas are like cancer fighting. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, the blacker, the more... Uh, Sweet of the juice? Yep, once you go black bananas, you never go back bananas. Yeah. Who knows, dude? Science. I think they have studies. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, I think that morning I had gotten some, it was cut up potatoes with chorizo on top, and it came with a slice of honeydew melon and scrambled eggs. I think I'd put up, I think I've put up a picture of it, but dude... I knew that was going to tear my belly up, but I ate it anyway. It was so freaking good. Oh, my gosh. If uh, if the listeners don't know by now, um, I'm a very big foodie, and so is Scott, whether, regardless of whether he likes to admit it or not. Very big Have you told him about RJ's yet? No. I'll, I'll, tell let you tell that, I'll let you tell that story. Go ahead. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I mean, uh, one time we went to Texas. And, yeah, that um, one time. And we were staying there, and then uh, we were just walking around, and then we saw a Kennedy where he got shot, and then we kept walking, and there was this Mexican spot there called RJ's, and we went in. And uh, so, like, at, when I took the first bite of salsa, I was like, yeah, this is this is the spot. Yeah. And it turns out we, uh, we ate there for 
were there for like three days, and I think we ate ten meals, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we ate there over the course of three breakfast, days. lunch, yeah. and dinner. Yep. Yeah, we uh, um, and we had the same waiter, and he was a he was definitely hyping. Uh, he was a jazz fanboy. Yeah. Um, Shout out to that dude. Yeah. Best waiter. Yeah. Dude was awesome. RJ's old. Uh, was it like Old Town? Um. Something like that. Old Town Mill Road or something like that. Yeah. No. Because uh, remember we went the uh, the only one I remember is Deep Ellum. That's that was that street. That was the other side was. of the the other yeah, side of the city. Yeah, that was way down. That was fun. That was like artsy district of yeah, Miami. We were there when it was uh, was it Gay Pride Week? Well, I don't gay know. Pride Month, something I like think that. That's nor- I think it was just normal, normal fucking <laughs> Texas. Normal, normal yeah, Texas. I don't think it was. Yeah, I think it was just Pride regular. Yeah. Yeah, because we got we got hit on a couple times there. Oh, I don't know what that was, dude. That's where we met our friend. Uh, yeah. 224s. 223s, like. 223s. The bronze, yeah. Yeah, if you, yeah. If you haven't seen Jazz's video series about Texas, uh, that guy was spitting fire. You know, five hottest rappers of all time. Deep Ellum, Deep Ellum, Deep Ellum. Deep Ellum. Yeah, that guy. Deep Ellum. Deep Ellum. Yeah. yeah. He ain't got nothing. Uh, Dylon ain't got nothing on him. That's for sure. No, Dylon, 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 Dylon. Dude, he spits hot fire. 223s, like, to the bronze. And he just kept saying it. He was like, 223's like to LeBron. Like, I was yeah, waiting. 223's like to LeBron. I was waiting for the chorus to end, and it never yeah. did. No, it didn't. He was like, yeah, I got one rap, and I just got to, you know, I spit bars. Well, it's bar, but I just say it, I say it a bunch of times over and over again, yeah. so it becomes bars. Yeah, no cap. 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 Tubular. Yeah. Gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely look like the kind of guy that would say gnarly, though. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> How you feel about that? Fine. Yeah. Pretty gnarly. You know how to surf, bro? Uh, no. You don't? No. Dude, how are you gonna have that? How are you gonna have a man bun and you don't know how to surf, and you say things like gnarly and tubular? Uh, so I lived in like one of the number one surfing towns in California. I was the only dude there that didn't, didn't have a board. They're like, how dare you? Yeah. How long ago did you live in California? Uh, probably about a decade, roughly. Really? Yeah, ago. Uh, and you never learned how to surf. Nope. You don't like sharks? No, sharks are fine. I'm cool with sharks. They're cool with me, I think. Yeah. I don't yeah. like sharks. I got bit by a fish uh, when I was swimming the Great Barrier Reef in Australia when I was small. What? And I think it scarred me for life, bro. Yeah, I'd be scored too. I like That's like my phobia is sharks and getting bit by things in the water. I like to think global warming killed that fish, but uh, I don't know. Probably did. Yeah. Or overfishing. Yeah, something, something got something it. Something because uh, I had a scar for a while. Like really? A, a Where did bite you? Right, right on like right south of the knee. You know, south of the knee. Yeah, just uh, like on the on the shin, mm. to the right a little bit. Yeah. Should have kicked it. Yeah, no, I got out of the water as fast as I could. There's no way. What I if it was one of them like leech sucking things? I don't know. Maybe it was just sucking your blood. There's a fish out there right now with your blood. It's probably morphing into a human. Okay. You're going to have a clone soon. A clone fish? Yeah. It's going to be Scott, but with gills. That'd be legit. Like, uh, what's that terrible show? Sequest, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. This is this is enthralling podcast, I'm certain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This Grow is... up to be a fish? Yeah, we've been, uh, I've been so uh, in-depth with me and my life. Now we got to go in yours, bro. 
We got to talk about your uh, fish stories and your freaking your freaking clone. Your I don't cloning. fuck with that seafood, really. No. No. You don't like seafood. No. I'll eat shrimp or like uh, eel or like sushi and stuff, but um, that's about it, you know. Yeah. Scott, you're gonna have to pull that mic closer to you, or we're gonna have a problem. Yeah. We're gonna have a problem. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. Quit Eskimo kissing <laughs> my mic. Don't you dare. How dare you? But, um, so let's go back to the Vegas. <laughs> so okay. we. Yeah, let's go back. Let's go back. We're jetting across. We're jetting across from Australia, from California. We're going back to Vegas. So, that night. Before I went to bed and passed out, oh, yeah, we had something happen. Yeah. Scott, let's kick the story off. Kick the story off. What happened? So I am uh, standing with some of the rest of the group at the craps table, and I get a phone call, uh, and it's Jazz. You know, okay, uh, whatever. Um, but Jazz says, uh, Scott, would you please come help me? Uh, because I am trapped in the stairwell. And I said, oh. Here we go. So, uh, where are you trapped in the stairwell? And uh, so he's like, well, I went to the end of the, the hall that we were staying, and I tried to get out, and I don't know. So he's drunk. I mean, like, uh, he's not yeah. really giving clear information at this point. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to go find Jazz. So I'm running. Uh, I go back up to the, the 14th floor. I'm like, yo, Jazz, where are you? Not in the stairwell where I thought he would be. Uh, I don't know which stairwell he was, but I go back down uh, and I tell one of the cleaning ladies, I'm like, where do the steps come out? Because my friend's stuck there, apparently, and um, I need to get him out. And she's like, there's a language barrier there. She's like, oh, no, I, I need to call security. So she starts calling security. And I'm like, oh, no, this is not what, not what I needed Uh to get everybody involved, just tell me where the steps come out, and I can I can handle this myself. So anyway, I go back up to the 14th floor. He's still not there. Then I see your wife walking down the hallway, wondering where Jazz is. And I'm like, uh, mm, I don't know. How much should I tell you right now? Because <laughs> uh, he said he was stuck in the steps 20 minutes ago, but I don't know where he is now. Um, but yeah, so he was stuck in the stairwell. Ultimately, we found you. I don't know where. Oh, right. So, uh, yeah, so you said the door locked behind me. Uh, and now I'm in this. So I, I uh, ran down 14 flights of steps just in case that you're at the bottom and then ran back up and uh, while your boy was holding the door. So I wouldn't get locked in the steps, too. But this is all at like 3 o'clock in the morning at the Mirage in Las Vegas. All right. Yeah, so, so that's the story, essentially. So that's Scott's side of the story. Now I'll tell you my side. My side of the story. So, obviously, I was a little little drunk. So, I tried to go up to my room, and um, we'd had this been, we'd had this happening throughout the trip. Um, it happened to a few guys where we'd swipe our key, or key card on the elevator because... Um, You'd have to do it to get up to your floor, and um, when I did that, it wouldn't it wouldn't let me through. I ended up having this other guy. Uh, he was going up with me, but he was getting off on a different floor. So 
I tried to swipe it again to take me to my floor once I got to his, and it wouldn't work. So then here I am on whatever floor it was. I uh, I was like, well, the elevator's not letting me through. I'll just take the stairs. I'm sure that'll let me through. Uh, so then I go through the, I take the door to go up the stairs, and then it locks me in. And here I am trying to get someone to come get me. And any floor in the freaking hotel with a phone that is dying on me. So with whatever battery I have left, I text Scott. Because I'm like, well, I don't want to text anyone else. Because I know if I text anyone else, they're going to tell Allison, my wife. And that's not going to end well. I'm going to be fucked. So then... I was like, well, I'll just tell Scott. He'll 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 keep it under wraps, and it we'll we'll get this all sorted out, with no problem. So then, I'm texting Scott. I, I don't even know what I was saying at that. This point. whole story took at least an hour to yeah. unfold. Yeah. Did it? It yeah. felt like 15 minutes. No, it was a long time. Was it? Yeah. Oh snap. Yeah. Okay. It was a long time. So, <laughs> so then, I'm coming up and down stairs trying to freaking find someone uh, someone to open the door because. Uh, by that point, I'd I'd called Scott and told him, you know, come get me. I was trying to find whatever floor he was on. I met. I assumed since he said he was down at the lobby, I'd just try the lower, lower uh, downstairs, whatever, whatever floor that was. I just know it had a on the sign. It had a big L on it. And so then, finally, uh, my phone dies on me, and then I'm panicking, trying to get out of there. And then I. Uh, I see a phone on the wall, which apparently I guess is like the, the panic phone. Because this has happened before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you know this has happened before. Because when I uh, when I picked up the phone, the security guy answered immediately, and he was like, "He's like, uh, yeah, what you need?" And I was like, "Well, I'm stuck in the stairs, so I need you to come get me." And he was like, "All right, I got you. I'll come get you." And so he got me out like almost immediately, and then. I do the walk of shame back into my room because I was heavily intoxicated and uh, with an angry wife and everyone. Yeah. So uh, you're doing the walk of shame. I'm thinking to myself, whoa, why? How did his wife know? Why? Right. Why did you know? Why did you call her jazz? You're retarded. You should know better than this. Yeah. Uh, And uh, so I come out of the stairwell where I just run down and then run back up. To find you in the hallway walking towards all of us. And Allison is behind me. And Ben is all, we're all looking at you. And uh, Ben and I just stare at each other and we're like, we, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. This is not going to end well. Yep. Do you actually uh, have the video? Pull, pull up the video that you have. Just hold it up to the mic. Just, just so, uh, of me uh, searching the hallways for Jazz yeah. Ortiz. Yeah, just uh, let them hear let the audio. Can do. The, your commentary on it. All right. Let me see. Can pull this up. Jazz uh, called me. He popped in the stairwell of the hotel. So I'm about to go let him out. Hopefully, we can find him. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> so, that was one part where you're trying to find me. Yep. And then said the, is that when you're in the stairs? Yep, I'll holler him down the stairs. We'll play that again for him. 
So if you uh, tune in to the, so uh, the the phone uh, marked this video, uh, the <laughs> and lo- you found that the most hilarious yeah, part, the location it marked it at Seafried and Roy's Secret Garden and Dolphin Habitat. So that's where you were, man. Next time yeah. you'll know you're in Seafried and Roy's Secret Garden, and and here I was lost with probably drowning with some dolphins. You're lucky a lion didn't attack you, bro. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bite my face off. For real. But yeah, what a trip, dude! What a trip, dude! Yeah, that, well, we, that's my. I don't think we saw you the rest of the evening. I think that was. Well, yeah, because I went to bed right after. Yeah, because yeah. I was not doing was so hot. No. Yeah, I was not doing so good. So then the next day we went to the stratosphere. Yeah. Which that was a lot of fun. We um. We had uh, planned this before we uh, went out there that we were going to do the stratosphere because there's three rides up there that are really cool. There's one that'll like tilt you, and then there's uh, one that's like a little uh, uh, arm, and it'll uh, hover you over the side and um, uh, spin you around, and it'll be like you're floating in the air or whatever. And then there's the big shot, which is the one we did, where you're at the very top of the stratosphere, and then it shoots you up, and then it shoots you back down, and then it just does that repeatedly. And um, what'd you think of that, Scott? It was cool. Yeah, I felt like I could have uh, rode that one at the top for a while. We only did that one. Um, that was cool. It was definitely a cool hangout spot. I'd like to go there at nighttime. We were there mostly during the day, but it would be cool to see. You know, all the Vegas lights, and they got a bar there, and it was legit. That was very cool. Yeah, I uh, I definitely wanted to do all the rides, but the uh, the 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 one that looks like a hand just hovering you over. Yeah, the building looked like uh, it was shut down for some reason. The jumping off the side of it though, like, seemed fun, and then when we saw it go down, I was like, "No, nah, man, uh, I'll jump out of a plane before I jump off that thing." That thing looked a little bit like. Uh, I saw some videos of people jumping off. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, it looked a little carnival ride to me, man. I'm not. I'm. I don't know. What are you saying? You scared? You skirt? Yeah, I'm scared of the the mechanics and the engineering. Not so much of. The, not so much <laughs> of the jumping. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, if you're the you saw like it was like a giant flywheel like responsible for stopping yeah. these people as they got to the ground. I mean, I'm sure that's that's fine, but uh, also the. 17-year-old girl working the harness. Just, I don't know. I'm good. I yeah. feel like... like how I'm much good. how much training did you get to make sure that I don't die? Exactly. I would hope years. Yeah. But you know, a lot of these, like, uh, extreme sports, like, the people working them, they don't really have a lot of qualifications. Like, uh, you have to have a certain amount of hours, like, if you're a tandem skydiver. Yeah. You have to have a certain amount of hours, but if you think about it in respect to like a degree or anything like that, like it's nothing. Yeah. Like it's not like you have a bachelor's in skydiving. Right. You know, it's a certain amount of hours. I would think that'd be a certificate at best, you know. It's kind of the symptom of everything though, right? It's yeah. like we're seeing all the problems in society or whatever is that we've gotten by with like what's the least amount of like education and spending we can to have this job get taken care of and then you know it's not necessarily as much on heavy as much on credentials as it is 
uh, credentials and experience uh, as it is. Uh, just complete this course just to have this piece of paper so you can do this job. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. 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 That's why I can't think about it. That's why when I went uh, skydiving and I was filling out the forms, I wasn't even watching the tape because I was no. like, if I watch that tape, it's definitely going to make me not want to do this. Yeah, that's all for the lawyers just to say, oh, we watched the tape, right? Well, they were informed. Right. So anything from here on out is it's on them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I needed those rides, but the stratosphere is cool in itself. Uh, yeah. They're just sitting up there watching, having a few drinks. It was cool. It was hilarious to see how scared everyone was when we got there in, uh, in comparison to like me and Ben, because me and Ben had already agreed like beforehand that we were going to do all the rides. And then it was hilarious to see, like, uh, for example, Sean, Sean, as soon as we said we were doing all the rides, and you know he was the one that had suggested you know jumping off the side, oh, really? doing that, uh, doing that thing you were just talking about, and um, he's the one that suggested that. And then once we got up there and saw everything, he was like, no. he was like "I don't know, guys. I don't know if we, I don't know if we should do that, man. I mean, I gotta be at work next week. I don't know if we should do that." <laughs> <laughs> it was That's so funny. hilarious because. Everyone was just so scared. That seesaw ride they had didn't look like fun to me. That didn't. That, that looked pretty lame. Scared, that's why. That looked lame. No, you that, scared. that looked lame. You were scared. I guess I was. Yeah. You yeah. were a little scared. It's okay. You can say scared. it. So scared. You were scared. That's all right. It was, it was terrible. Next time we go, we're doing all of them. I mean, not the jumping off the side thing, but I'll definitely. Oh, you're scared now. I'll do I mean, that one. First. I ain't, I ain't doing that. No, that's, I'll, that's I mean, I, I shouldn't say I'm not doing it. I mean, I've jumped off a fucking plane. I'll, I'll do it, but I mean, I'd much rather. I'll just be a little scared. Jump out of a plane. I'm sure there's well, somebody. Well, then do in it, big nuts. Let's go. Let's go. Then freaking do it. You were supposed to do it months ago. I was. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah. Well. Oh well, but next time, okay, next time we're doing the little claw thing where you hover over the side of the building, and we're doing the seesaw and we're doing the jump, the big shot. All right, done. Sound like a plan? Yep, you got it on podcast. Let's go. We got it on record now, so you can't say, you can't say we didn't have this on, conversation on record on eight track, on eight yeah, track, on vinyl, on cassette, on cassette tape. But yeah, man. What uh what hotel do you think you'd stay at when you go again? Uh which it, one did you like? So I only walked through like three or four. Um I think the Venetian was probably the nicest of the ones that uh we walked through. I think that would be high on the list. Um Yeah. I don't know. I think there, there one uh there, there's some other ones that I'd look at too. Uh yeah. But I've forgotten the names. Um just recommendations people have given me since I've been back. Uh, I want to go to the Paris, dude. That place looks nice. It's got the big hot, it looks like a hot air balloon. Yep. It says Paris across it. I'd like to go to that one. That one looks nice. That, um, I definitely would want to go to the Luxor because Chris yeah. Angel does. Is, it, is that where his, uh, yeah, yeah. bro. Really? That's where he's at. Chris Angel. I didn't know that. Mind freak, man. Yeah. I'm a huge Chris Angel fan. Are you really? Yeah, man. Really? Yeah. I like Chris Angel. Okay. You don't like Chris Angel? Do you know Darren Brown? No. He's like a mentalist that uh 
gets people to like by social engineering them into doing things that otherwise wouldn't do uh, like there was one where he uh he had set it up to have somebody push another p- person off of a skyscraper what? Uh, and his, like, it's amazing to see what he does like he builds these big like scenarios and then it, with the goal of uh making it that uh them doing something that they otherwise wouldn't do uh and the most recent one that i saw was people getting pushed off a building uh and i don't want to ruin it for you because you really it it's so much to unpack there but uh darren brown really does some amazing stuff with the way that he can suggest people doing things with just words and like interrupting their thought patterns and putting pressure uh in like social situations that like people don't want to say no most of the time you know so that's what he does but you need to check him out he's my favorite so it's like extreme peer pressure yeah but in a but at a level that you don't even know you're being peer pressured he's like a like a mental pickpocket essentially Um, interesting yeah yeah but yeah like so uh he's done some things where he'll stop people in a crosswalk and like uh, step on their feet and say the magic word, and then they're essentially like glued in place and can't like can't what? walk across. Yeah, it's really amazing. Um, not bullshit. Uh, it does not look like bullshit. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. And he'll show you all the times that he fails too. Like he's not he's not getting everybody first try. So he's know? basically showing you like let me let me show you how I can control this idiot or. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not not necessarily they have to be an idiot or yeah he's not looking down on anybody uh, yeah. it's that normal people with full control of their lives or seemingly full control of their lives can do essentially whatever he wants if he can conceive the game board in such a way that they have to play through it you know hmm interesting so do you think this one that's one of those things where they'd have to be unaware of what's going on like what game he's playing for it to work or even if I'm aware of it he could still do it I think it would be harder if you were aware of it but the way that he sets it up is that there's so much social pressure from other people in the game that are plants that you just go along with it Uh, so the people that are on the show know that they're on the show like they will uh, try out for it uh, or you know do an audition process uh, and then you know he'll he'll pick them but he won't tell them and then like three four months later he'll like work with their friends to set set them up in this scenario that and see what they'll do you know hmm interesting I'll have to check that out Darren Brown it's really cool social engineering and neuro-linguistic programming is kind of his wheelhouse for and it's all sales I like sales a lot and that's just Hmm. another interesting very interesting. But does he float over a building, though? No, it's not. He doesn't. But does he, he float, do though? That. He does not float. He doesn't have a Lambo. Ain't no Chris Angel think. then, yeah, bro. No. He doesn't uh, go to the middle of the desert that I know. He doesn't uh, have weird goth friends with crows and shit, you know? Mm. Um, so, yeah. He's probably not as cool as... Chris Angel. Yeah. Or David Blaine. Yeah. He doesn't have a pyramid in the desert. Yeah, dude. Speaking of pyramids, dude, rice pyramids. Yeah, back to RJ's. I bet again, you, dude. I bet you, Chris Angel's hit up in RJ's before. He's like, let me get them pyramids. Let me get them extra rice pyramids. Yeah, so I'm still were... upset at you that you didn't get extra rice pyramids. Yeah, 
yeah, so sad. Next time when I go back, we'll get yeah. we'll just get one giant rice pyramid. So instead of serving rice as normal people do, uh, RJ's, the greatest Mexican spot ever, served it uh, in pyramid form. So they put it into like a pyramid sandcastle mold, and there were rice pyramids, and they looked beautiful. They tasted great, but it was sad to sad to break them up. You like to see the Illuminati stay together. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, man. So we went to the stratosphere and then after that, what did we do? After oh, we went to Circus Circus. Remember we played those uh carnival games? Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I was intoxicated. All the casinos kinda blend together in like one big sort of trap. In a way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean they're definitely a trap. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I don't have any recollection of that. I had to look at old video yeah. to remember that. Um, After that, what did we do? We went to Circus Circus, then we got back, and then I think we spent the night. Oh, that's when we ate sushi. Yes. Yes, because I remember that's when the uh, big jujitsu card was on that I missed because I was napping. So upset, man. And we got to get into that, man. Freaking Andre, Andre, uh, Andre Galvo, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he got smacked up, man. Right. Yeah. He really got, he yeah. got smacked up. Rightfully so, I feel like. Yeah. He lost lots of cool points in my eyes. Oh, definitely. That, like, I thought he was the coolest one around. Yeah. And then, uh. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Might as well. Yeah. So, um. We had, we we had went to uh, eat sushi that night, and um, I had been upstairs napping, and uh, when I get downstairs, my phone was dead, so I couldn't check any updates or anything on it. And then when I finally got back upstairs, I think I was going up with you. We uh, we went back up, and I got my phone, and um, that's when I pulled it up in the hallway, and we both watched it. We were like, dude. Watch Gordon smack the shit out of Andre. And, dude, he smacked the shit out of him. It was bad, man. Yeah. He smacked him up twice. There's uh, there's video of the one slap, but uh, the camera moves and you can't see the other, but you can hear it yeah. when he gets smacked up. It's definitely, it definitely interesting to see uh, Andre's response to the whole situation because, you know... Was it right that Gordon slapped him up? I mean, it depends how you look at it. I thought he did not in this situation. I don't think that's right or wrong. I think it's very subjective. You know, Andre Andre followed him backstage, and you can see that clearly in the video. Andre was charging at him, calling him a pussy, and all this stuff, and then he he then proceeded to charge at. Gordon and Gordon uh, pushed him back after Andre pushed him and then slapped him up if you were uh, I mean if you look at it like like uh, anyone else would I mean it'd be clear to it'd be clear to say that uh, Gordon was doing it in self-defense now was that uh, second slap necessary who knows I think the self-defense argument is uh, that's pretty flimsy you think so? Yeah. 
I mean, Andre did push him. I mean, it's flimsy, bro. You think so? Yeah. Eh, who knows? You know, I like to think. Well, I'm also a big Gordon fan. Yeah. I, I'm both. The, I'm I'm a big fan of both of them. So, I mean, it it seemed very out of character of Andre to so uh, the, the confront s- him the like slapping that. Slapping for self defense reminds me a lot of, uh, in court cases when, uh, it's like, oh, I I I tasered him instead of shooting him, where it doesn't show that you had a clear, or you felt clear intent to do that he was going to do harm. Because if Gordon had felt that intent, he would have punched him and gone for something that would do more Right, damage. right. So that, that the slap doesn't show that uh, that he felt threatened. It shows that there right. was a threat there, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it rises to the level of. A slap. Yeah, of self-defense. Right. I get what you're saying. Right, 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 right. But, I mean, if you look at it. But what do I know? But I'm just a farmer. Technically, yeah. But technically, if we're, you know, if we were in court, I mean, Andre did push him first. But we, the, and then the, so the, the, we don't see the, the totality of the clip. Right, 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 right. Um, the, it's still, there's still gray areas. Yeah. Right. Because what, uh, what Gordon said that led up to that, and there is video of it, is that he had tried to go up to him and shake his hand because he was coaching uh, Craig Jones for a fight and Andre was coaching uh, Ronaldo, one of his guys and um, uh, he went up to shake Andre's hand and Andre flipped him off. Yep. So then he says, you know, not only did he push me first, but he flipped me off. And you know, Let's talk about the, the elephant in the room and uh, roid rage and how that plays into... Hey, uh, what are you getting to? What are you trying to get into, Scott? I, I'm... Well, I know. Uh, Are you trying to say Roy Rage? Well, who was Roy Rage? Uh, that was a that was uh, two gorillas fighting over the trend needle. That's how dare you? How dare you? Like don't you? Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Who knows who's on the juice, man? Who knows? I like to believe that uh, Gordon's on the juice. Uh, Andre, he was looking juicy at ADCC. Juicy, juicy. He looked like a Ninja Turtle dude. Did you really? Have you seen those memes where it says, like, you know, uh, jiu-jitsu, it's all about technique. And then it says, also BJJ. And then it says Andre fucking jacked like a motherfucker. Right. Fucking swole like a Ninja Turtle. I don't know, man. I don't know. If if you're competing at the highest level and the level isn't testing for drugs. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I don't know. There's real money in this, you know? I'd like to think that Gordon's not. I would like to think not because you never... You're s- lying to yourself. How dare you? No, I'm not. He, uh, he ne- Every time you see him out uh, in matches, it's not like you ever see him bombing guys and like driving him, power driving them through the floor. Like it, it, He mainly beats guys off of technique. You can't, you can't tell Steroids me. Steroids allow you to recover faster. So don't you, you dare. Don't you dare. No. No, no. They I did. refuse. I refuse to believe that. I believe he's 24, 25. And when did he gain 80 pounds of muscle in a year? Um, it wasn't, no, it wasn't necessarily that he gained muscle. It was that he, uh, weight cuts. Like he lost weight and then gained weight back on, but it was like healthy weight. It wasn't like he just got fat. Because he's big on the, uh, lots of reps and, uh, low weight. 
or not low weight, but you get what I'm saying. So you're saying it's possible to put on 80 pounds of muscle in a year? He didn't put on 80 pounds of muscle. He put on 80 pounds, how but he didn't how put much, on 80 how many pounds, pounds of muscle. muscle. Who knows? I don't know. That I don't know. You have to go check that out at BJJ Fanatics. Scott Vernon, when are you dropping your BJJ Fanatics video? Uh, about how to gain 80 pounds of muscle? Yeah, well, I, I don't know nothing about it. I don't have that program. <laughs> you need to see a doctor about <laughs> you that. You need to see a doctor and a yeah. needle about that. Yeah, for real. Um, I, re- I refuse to believe that. Until I see him Until I see him pop, I refuse to believe that Gordon's on anything. Well, I mean, there's... I'll believe that other guys are on roids before I'll ever believe Gordon's on roids. Just because he's the fucking greatest, man. And he's the greatest not even because he's... Not even because he's... Uh, on roids? N- no, not even because he's the greatest because he's... Uh, uh, stronger or anything than everybody. He's just out techniques everyone. Like his knowledge is just because he can years recover faster and years ahead of everyone else. Man, you can't beat that dude. No, granted, he's been doing it for a long time, but you don't go through a body transformation like he did. Well, he's also got some uh, stomach issues going on that caused him to lose a lot of weight. Okay, yeah. It's confirmed. And, and they went away. His stomach issues went away, so he could gain weight. No, they've they haven't gone away. He uh, he actually talked about this uh, this last fight he did. He um he didn't he came in way lighter than he did before because he uh, he couldn't keep anything down. He has like some uh, stomach issue where he can't uh, digest foods properly, and it's keep and it uh, it's causing his stomach to like back up and keep him more full than he than he should be. At least that's what he said. Convenient. How dare you! Don't you dare! The greatest American jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu athlete ever. And that was the only fight. That's what that's what disappoints me so much about uh, Andre's response to the whole situation, because we haven't even talked about that. You know, uh, putting that situation aside, Andre's response, man, it was is very it was very disappointing to see because not that you want to see. Uh, jiu-jitsu turned into WWE, but it it provided a certain element to jiu-jitsu that hadn't been there before, like that drama aspect that, you know, like, because I'd like to believe that uh, Gordon, in a way, is kind of like the Connor of jiu-jitsu, and that he talks shit to everyone, and then does what he says he's going to do, you know, he said he was going to armbar Roberto Jimenez in his last fight, and he did, you know, it's... It's it's very entertaining to see, and uh, for I I wanted Andre to feed into it. I wanted Andre because he it, that's what disappointed me the most because Andre did feed into it, and then when shit went south and got slapped up, then he was like, well, you know, I don't want to carry this hate in my heart, and which is a great move for him. Uh, that that's his out, right? It's not gonna look good for his business if he loses either one of them whoever loses that match that's like a what like a tyson type of it's going to end in a draw at the at right. the end of the match you know what i mean uh, or that's the way that it should end to keep everybody's careers together but right. um for him to step up to that stage there's a lot to lose you know oh definitely a lot to lose yeah just because not only uh because of both of their legacies but because of the shit talk uh, back and forth you know, they both said a bunch of shit to each other. And um, it uh, it really disappointed me to see his reaction because he, uh, you know, he he admitted that he walked up to Gordon 
trying to uh, not start a fight, but build up the fight for them to grapple one day and just uh, just create a moment that would go viral. You know, them two uh, going off on each other. And uh, then he says, yeah, I did. I did mean to do that. But then when shit went south, basically he was saying, but when shit went south, that's when I didn't want to carry this hate in my heart and all this stuff. And then how freaking like to try and uh, plug your your website after, you know, if, I, it, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I get it. But really, like, what a shit move. Like, it was all publicity from the beginning. Though. Yeah. I mean, I get it. it that's the do thing. You think it was, do you think it was planned beforehand, though? Do you think it was some Vince I think McMahon, it was, WWE? I think uh, it was planned. As they call it? I think it was planned on Andre's part, but I don't think Gordon had anything any, anything to do with it because why else would have Gordon slapped him? If they had. Unless they knew and they said, listen, we want to. We want to. Because I feel like. Because I feel like once that. Once that slap happened, I don't think that was supposed to happen. Because you no, can even tell on Andre's face, he's like, "Whoa!" Like, right? Oh shit! I didn't expect this guy to do that. Yeah. No, the energy in the room uh, changed definitely. Right, which is which makes me think it's real. Uh, right. That's what. Yeah. Exactly. Because you. I mean, then you know. Right. Gordon's about that life, regardless of whether it's on the mat or off the mat. And Andre was more like, "Whoa!" Like, I was just trying to. Talk shit and like hype up a f- hype up a fight, but then never ended up doing the fight. Instead, just use that promo to uh, plug his website. Which, really, how does that work in your favor? People have just lost respect for you because you went picking a fight, and then here you go turning down the fight that you picked. But yet you're still plugging your website. Like I feel like if anything, he's going to lose subscribers and he has gain. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, I didn't think of it that way, but um. You know, you can look at it any any different way. No, no publicity. Right. Uh, uh, no publicity is bad publicity. But at the same time, is that always the truth? You know. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's a. Uh... There's one more. There's way so smarter people. Than that could talk about this than us, but oh yeah, I don't that's know our perspective. Yeah, right. the only thing I know is that I know nothing. But still, that's that's my perspective of the whole situation. They could have capitalized on it better. Oh yeah, yeah. This could have been a big fight. Yeah, it could have been a real fight. Yeah, like that's the, what the uh, first MMA fight for either of them, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Now Andre's fought professionally. Has he? Yeah, he used to he used to fight in the UFC. Okay, but then he just focused strictly on jiu-jitsu. But that's my thing. Is like. Uh, a lot of money could have been made on this. Yeah, and that was the problem too. Like beforehand, they could have gotten this fight together, but uh, Andre was requesting a ridiculous amount of money. Like he was, he was asking for one mil to fight Gordon, which I don't think is that's not if unreasonable. You, if you look at Andre's record and you look at what he's done in the sport, it's not unreasonable to ask for it. But also, you have to look at what jiu-jitsu is right now. Right now, there's not enough uh, eyes on jiu-jitsu to, to He's it. playing for a producer credit, though. He's not playing for... He's not playing just to fight. He wants... That's... 
he's, he's looking for that ownership level. You know mm. what I mean? That's what that. So you're saying he's trying to get that Mayweather money? Yeah, he don't just want to. He don't just want a flat fee. He wants to get a cut of the pay per view. He wants to get a cut of this. He's looking. That. He wants the gate. Yeah. He's looking for a, a, a promoter to step up and say, this is... Mm. To oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Hey, wouldn't that be something? Mayweather Promotions Jiu-Jitsu yeah, card. Right. Hey, Mayweather could do it. Don't do it. Maybe. Hell yeah. Have Mayweather dabble into the Jiu-Jitsu. You know he's got a little bit of rolling time. Yeah. You can't, you can't spend a life in a boxing gym and not roll at all. Dude, imagine a Floyd Mayweather coming out and just Eminori rolling somebody. Wouldn't that be great? If he just comes out and Eminori rolls Jake Paul or Logan Paul, whichever one it is. Both. Both yeah. of them at the same time. He double, goes, I'm double a straight ankle. He says, he says, I'm going to box one of them up and then I'm going to jiu-jitsu the other guy. Eminori's ones while he's boxing the other one? Yeah. yeah. Guess your ankle's broke. I'm surprised that uh, the Pauls haven't come up with like you know some other set of brothers that want to fight, you know? Of, Dude. Like, one, two. What's his name? Uh, Jake Paul wants to fight Dylan Dennis. Really? Yeah. What a joke. Okay. Yeah. That's one fight that I'd be like, um, I can pass on that. Uh, uh, two people I definitely don't want to see fight are Jake Paul and Dylan Dennis. Uh, Dylan Dennis is not even, uh, what's it called, uh, elite in his sport, which is jiu-jitsu. Another reason why I love Gordon Gordon so much because he calls out clowns like that, like Dylan Dennis and AJ Agzorm and people like that. The Pauls have been talking about fighting each other though. I, I've wouldn't seen that. That'd be great. Yeah, wouldn't that be something, dude? I think I think they're gonna stick to boxing. I doubt they ever. I doubt they ever dabble in anything else like MMA or jiu-jitsu or anything. They've just because it takes so much too attention long to, to boxing that it would be, it would be, it'd be stupid. Yeah, yeah. And it's in boxing's best interest to keep them. There. Oh yeah. They brought young people back to the sport. Yeah, they're definitely keeping the sport alive right now. Just because it was dying, it seemed dead. Because uh, if you look at, if you look at the sport, there's not a lot of uh, guys that are really outspoken and drawing in a lot of eyes because you, yeah, yeah you have a lot of guys who are very skilled and they're very uh they're very technical but you don't have a lot of guys who bring that drama into the into the ring which is necessary if you want to make bank right you know regardless of how purists feel about what the sport of boxing should be there's always that drama aspect that must be had right What's the reason you're fighting? Just you know, a prize fight's not the same unless it's got a little bit of, a little bit of dirt thrown in each other's yeah. face. Yeah. You, know? you know, there's sometimes where I do want to see a fight where I just see two skilled guys come in and see who's the best. But there's also sometimes where you have an entertaining fight where it's just two shit talkers, and that makes bank too. Like this uh, Ben Askren, Jake Paul. I'm interested to see that. Yeah, I'm interested to see that too. Like, I'd be lying. Is that if actually I didn't happening? See it. Yeah, six. Really? I think it's in six six weeks. All like right. That. Something like that. I'm. I'd Just be lying if ready, I didn't. You don't gotta get ready. That'll be great. Yeah. That'll be great, dude. Fucking Ben Askren, dad bod now. Yeah. Worst UFC body ever. I don't think there's ever been a uh, more out of shape person in the UFC. How old is he? I think in late thirties, maybe. Yeah. Maybe late thirties. 
He's the only one that's not on the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Why, yeah. <laughs> right. Watch. Probably. Yeah. He's probably the only natural one in there. Yeah. Hey Amen. But that's his fault. He should have got on the sauce. Yeah. If everybody's doing it. That's kind of how I look at it. I mean, if everybody's doing it, well, we'll, we'll just freaking do it. Just have the just have a league for Reuters and then have a league for non-Reuters. That's what I've always wanted to see. So they're doing bodybuilding. The best era was when Vitor was killing everyone. Yep. Shredded Vitor. Yeah, the before and after TRT pictures. You can t- you can Dude, tell it's that's sad. It's depressing. He looks deflated. Yeah. It's sad to see. But yeah. I want to see him back when he had the freaking traps that were up to his ears. The 3D delts. And freaking the mohawk he had. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Very crazy. I definitely want... Uh, I don't know. I just want everyone to fight. And the only level playing ground that you can have would be not having regulations in your fighting right or no like you're saying to the death i mean they don't have to die but like i mean i would like just because i want to see it doesn't mean that like other people are gonna okay that but (laughs) so you're saying you want to see a kumite yeah you want to see mortal Kombat. i mean i don't know about like necessarily freezing people and like you know how dare you shooting them with guns and and spears yeah, talking mean and telling them to get over here and stuff, but you know, not even saying please. Dude, uh, top three Mortal Kombat characters right now, right now. Uh, Ryu, Ken, and Blanca. I hate you. But no, I hate you. But I do like Blanca. Yeah, I liked Blanca. It w- it would always piss me off because I could never freaking uppercut Blanca or anything because he's so low to the ground. You got a uh, low kick. You know? Yeah, that's how you get the. You, know. you do the Ryu spin kick. Yeah. Into the Dalazine Blanca, Dalazine wins all. Dude, Dude, I would get so pissed. Dude, you could stand in a corner with Dalazine and freaking beat everyone. Yeah, well, if you just did the the low sweeping kick, they could never stand up. You would just like sweep them into oblivion. Yeah, that's what people do now in Mortal Kombat. They'll jump kick, they'll jump, they'll kick, and then they come down, uppercut. Jump kick, uppercut. Jump kick, uppercut. That's all they do. I got it. If you want to play sometime, I've never played it. But Dude, I'm down. It. We need to. We need to do like stream. We'll do a podcast, but we'll be uh, we'll be playing video games. Get really drunk. Yep. I'm down. Yeah. Anybody I'm down? We'll y- do it. Y'all, y- y'all, y'all interested? Want to uh, get drunk and play video games? Y'all interested? Get smacked up in Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Y'all get can get this work. My house and yeah, no. No, 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 definitely don't say that. You would cancel. What? You'll get, definitely get, get over canceled. here to my house. Yeah, no, you don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that smoke. So yeah, man. Yeah, I thought somebody was gonna throw paint on us on our fur coats in Vegas. That was really hopeful. Where? Oh, uh, at what did. point? Just all the points, dude. Let's talk about that. Our fur coats. Yeah, that was a great idea. Uh, Who came up with that idea? You, I guess, or somebody. Hell I don't yeah, know. yeah, I did. Me. I did. I get all the credit. Yeah. So. For uh, Vegas, uh, since it was my bachelor party, I'd come up with different themes for each night. Did you hear my neck crack? I did. That was crazy. Oh, that, sounded gnarly. that sounded gnarly, dude. Tubular. Sorry, continue. So, um, so I'd come up with different theme nights for each night. The, uh, the first night, we decided not to do anything. And then the second night, we did 
fanny packs when we went to the stratosphere. And then the third, uh, final night, we did uh, minks, gold chains, and some of the guys wore fedoras. It was a great time. I felt so freaking baller in my freaking... I had my little shades on that would flip up when I'd be on the inside. And then it would flip down when I'd go outside. And then I'd have all my chains on and freaking my balling shirt on. Everywhere we went, people were looking at it was us like, like we were crazy. They were like, oh my gosh, is that Jazz Jitsu 24-7? Oh my God, is that, is that a fake mink jacket? Oh my. Did you buy that off of Amazon for roughly $45? Did you get that on, uh, wh- where'd you get yours off? Did you get Wish, that off of uh, Wish.com? Wish. Wish.com? Yep. Oh my gosh, it looks so real. Yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, that's a really nice jacket. And I would tell them, yeah, it's fake as fuck. And they wouldn't know what to say. It was funny. <laughs> Why would you tell them it's fake, dude? It's, Why not? If they ask, it's real. If the ladies ask, it is real. They know. They know. They know. They know it's fake. <laughs> yeah. If they don't, they should. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares, dude? Who cares? Let them think it's real. Yep. Yeah. That was that was a very fun night, man. When we were riding in the limo. Yep. With the suckiest playlist ever. So we um we were picked up at the hotel by a uh by a limo and um by the time we got the champagne popping and we were riding down the road, we were like, you know. And the little shit stopping. Right. And uh, well, while we were going down the road, I was like, all right, all right, guy, play play some music. Play some music, driver. And um, <clears throat> he had the worst, uh, probably the worst playlist I've ever heard. It was not hype at all. It definitely wasn't Rick Ross pushed it to the limit. Now, now you're gonna get copyright violations, dude. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, man. It was a good time. It was a good time. Did you have fun on the limo ride? For sure. Yep. Yeah. What was your favorite part of that night? I don't even know what night that was, bro. That all. <laughs> they all blend in. They all yeah. blend in together. Yeah. Dude, you were probably more sober than everyone else, but yeah, because of sleep deprivation, you <laughs> remember the least out of everyone. That's, yeah, it's not wrong. Yeah, some of y'all were wasted. How dare you? How dare you? And I was definitely drinking too, but like, uh, no, I couldn't just do not it. Enough. I can't do it like y'all do it. Yeah, just couldn't, just couldn't do it enough. And that's the thing is like, I never drink. But man, I, them drinks was flowing. That they weekend. were they were poured so heavy too. It's like yeah. they just didn't care. Their yeah, counts man. were way off. It's like here's your shot, plus four seconds of pour. Yeah, um, man. They want you spinning that money. Yeah. And um. And I was also uh. We also took airplane bottles with us. <laughs> and uh, I was so not only was I was I getting those sh- those. Couple more seconds of shots, but freaking uh, dumped an airplane bottle in there, man. Yep. My go-to is a Fireball and Coke. Delicious. Yep. Delicioso. But he doesn't like Jack. That's weird. Jazz does not like Jack. Daniels. No, 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 no. Definitely don't like Jack. Horrible whiskey at all, though. Like just, I, I like, mean, I just like cheap whiskey, like freaking wild Fireball. turkey. I've never Fireball. had. I've never had uh, wild turkey. Is it good? No. Um, 
I mean, is it good? Like, I would like it. Not by your standards, because you're bougie. Yeah. Pinky fingers yeah. to the bone. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's you. Yeah, wild turkeys are right. It's typically that, like, it's rail. It's, you know, it's rail. Yeah. That's my fa- That's my go-to. That's my Fireball's go-to. got like a spiciness to it, though, that makes it not really feel I like know. whiskey. I uh, I don't typically like spicy things like that, but I love it. How do you feel about, uh, is it r- mints or Goldschlagers? Goldschlagers is the peppermint, right? I've never had Goldschlagers. Oh. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's it like? It's a... Uh, Interesting. It, it's a gimmick, man. Do you like uh, candy canes? Mm, they're okay. Kind of tastes like candy canes. Yeah. I might give it a shot. Yeah. So what's your go-to drink? Me? Yeah. Jack and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> what's your go-to drink if you're not worried about calories? Jack and Coke? Dude, stop it. That's what I drink all the time. You know you like daiquiris. Quit it. Not, so we got, Not really. Because like, remember we went to that place? Uh, it's called Fat Tuesdays. Right across the street from the hotel where we got yeah. those tall drinks. Yeah, yeah, we. I got one too. I was like, damn. You didn't? Uh, did yeah, you? I did. Oh, but you just got the cup, right? Yeah, I threw you it didn't out get almost immediately. I was like, I don't like. Dude, this you should have gave it to me. You fuck. Yeah. Well, how dare you? I should have given it to the dude wearing the Modelo uh, umbrella as a jacket. Right. With the top cut out. Dude, how about that security guard when we walked in and we were like, you know what's good? He said, uh, uh, what uh, what should we get? And he said. Man, you need to get that uh, orange dream or whatever it's called. It's something like orange push pop or something okay. like that. And he said, he sh- he pointed at his cup and he was like, man, that's what I'm drinking right now. <laughs> I busted out laughing when he said that. No, I got whatever I got. It was not was not feeling it. No, I drink Jack and Coke. I like uh, red wine too. Uh, I'll do. Yeah, Jack and Coke, though. Or Makers. I like Makers, Mark. Whiskeys. Uh, that's kind of my wheelhouse. Vodka sometimes. What kind of vodka? Uh, I think Kettle One's the best, but that just, I might be biased from. We were talking about this in Vegas. Uh, Tito's is skyrocketing. They've got, Yeah, well, we they, they've really taken a lot of market share, it seems, over the past three years. Yeah. Uh, about to buy up some Tito's. Tito's stock. You can buy their stock. Yes, sir. Because that's what all the basic basic white girls drink. Tito's. White Claw really took off, too, man. Yeah, bro. I'll be clawing. I'll be clawing. I like the White Claws, but I like the Trulies more. Okay. I that sounds fruity, but I like the I like the Trulies more. Whatever makes you happy. I don't I have yeah, that. I'm not much of a drinker. I'll, I'll, I'm more of a uh, social drinker. I'll just drink on, like, uh, special occasions. I feel like I'm more more of a bartender. Like I'd much rather just sit behind the bar and get other people drunk. I know, dude. You barely got drunk when we were in uh, Vegas. You I more felt drunk. you more watched us at the uh, Heart Attack Grill. I definitely felt drunk, bro. I was like those shots were. You get one shot and it was four. It was definitely four. I've never gotten two and a half at least. I've never gotten uh, a pina colada on ice. Yeah, and I got a pina colada there on ice. I was expecting like a slushy type consistency, and it was freaking on ice. Oh, it was so strong. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so strong. Oh, it was just it was just cold. It was just on ice. It wasn't like you couldn't. I got you. Yeah, it was just like it was the liquor, like no liquid, no slush at all, just ice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I got so drunk. It was so bad. 
Yeah, I had to. I, it, I had to take that shot with like four, like drinking it. It was like four gulps uh, of of whiskey. Uh, Jeez. At the heart, and I was like, "Yep." And then they don't skimp like, at them. That might have been a bad idea. And then, sure enough, hmm. I felt it. But the uh, the heart attack grill was in Fremont. That's where we. Uh, that's where we decided to go when we uh, when we had the minks on and all and the chains on. That's where we went on the uh, on the last night. And man. We had fun at that heart attack grill because the line was so long. We were just like uh, vibing out and dancing to uh, all the music that they were playing outside. Freaking Scott's over here buying Rick James pictures and (laughs) I'm over here uh, dancing to Meek Mill and freaking everyone else is dancing to freaking, uh, I can't even remember what was playing. I just remember I was bouncing up and down dancing. And then when we finally get in there, they made us wear uh, aprons. Remember? Yeah. No, no, like, no. Uh, hospital VR gowns. Sorry. Bibs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was the hospital gowns, and um, and then they spanked us afterwards, dude. They spanked you. It's because you didn't yeah. eat your food. Like, oh, well, dude. see, get this, get this. I uh, I'd finished my food, <laughs> but I was getting started on Ben's food. Right. I'd already finished my food. Right. So then Brian, who was with us. He called the girl over to spank Ben first because he hadn't finished his food. She was very pretty. Like, you wanted her to spank you? Uh, yeah, no. Are you I, into I, that? Into spanking? Yeah. Them spanking me? Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that's my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did say that girl was pretty, so you might be into it if it's from her. No, no, even then, dude, she was wailing on y'all. But didn't she like, was. Didn't like, that was the the. Uh, yeah. Seeing all those dudes. Uh, how about that, man? They were like, too into it. Yeah. It was concerning me how into it they were. Yeah. Because there were some guys next to us who were, it was either like a birthday party or something like that. And, um, they, uh, they were, uh, they were getting paddled each one of them and the guys would be like oh no hit him harder hit him harder and they were all screaming uh punto right Weren't they all screaming yeah like, yeah something yeah. like uh, yeah because they were mexicans yeah. they were like oh the puta or yeah. whatever and uh it was it was funny what, to see what does that mean in english jeff uh, i can have a lot of meanings bro oh. depends how you use it it just depends you know it's like when you score in soccer you get a punto right punto it's funny when you hear uh, white people say it because they'll say like punta, which means point. <laughs> right. It's, it's funny to hear. And um, yeah, man, I got Ben got spanked first and she wailed on him, boy. I mean, she went hard. And then I was up next and she said, like, poke your butt out. I was like, no, I don't want to. I was like, that's not even my food. I was on my second plate by then. And she fucking wailed on me, man. Oh my gosh, it was bad, man. It was so bad. But I think I didn't feel it because I was hammered. Did you have a bruise there the next day? No, but Ben did. Really? He said he did. That's funny. Yeah, man. She went hard. Yeah, that junk hurt. I was trying to like tell her to like switch her hips, you know, like. But <laughs> I'm like, bitch, let's get a boxing lesson going because I know that you can hit them harder. But uh, well, she can hit them. Well, they. How about this? Next time, they'll spank you, not me. I'll, I'll finish my food, bro. That was good food. Dude, them burgers were delicious. Was what, what'd you get? I got a burger. What? Uh, Single? Double? Yeah, single. Um, Dude, how dare you? I got a double. Yeah, I should have got a double. Uh, 
Dude's got French fries and onion rings, though. I I should have got a. I don't know. Whatever. I would have rathered more hamburger than yeah. the sides. Yeah. I uh, I saw on the chart that they were like ranked by. It was like bypass, so it'd be like single bypass, yeah. double bypass. Yeah. If you're over 350 pounds, you eat for free. Yeah. There was one person, one person in line ahead of us. The uh, bracket. Really? Yeah, they were like 404. Whoa. Yeah, I think that scale's heavy because you waited at a buck 80 with your stuff yeah, on. I think that's heavy. That? Dude, I'm not 180. I'm not even close to 180. I'm like 144 on a good day. Right. Yeah, I should have jumped on too, then we would have known maybe, but. Yeah, but um, the food was so good, man. Those burgers were delicious. Probably one of the best burgers I've ever had. It was all right. It was good. What you dare say is it was all right. It was really good. I I really do miss having like all that nightlife and food just I like know. nearby. Living on the farm and literally the middle I gotta drive like a half hour to anything and, right. and an hour and a half to something even, you know. Right. I miss it that. was nice to be able to walk it was nice to be able to walk to stuff. Yeah. And dude, we had so much fun without clubs or anything open. Right, right. We didn't even we didn't go to a, a like a single bar. We didn't even get to see DJ Poly T. No, right, true. Lame. Yeah, they did have some bars open, but um, no, uh, no dance clubs or anything, which I like. You know. Yeah, I'm definitely going to a club. But the strip clubs were open because that dude uh on like outside the hotel that was giving out like flyers and stuff was trying to get us to go to a strip club. I don't know how. A strip club can be open, but uh, like dance clubs and stuff. Do you think that was suspect? What? You think that was suspect? What do you mean? No, like maybe it wasn't to a strip club. Maybe getting sex trafficked. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, that they were they were taking people to a club. I don't think he was trying to sex traffic me in Vegas. I don't think um the the earner you don't think your sex traffic material. No, I think that girls do way better than dudes do, I would imagine. Maybe she, maybe thought you were a girl. Maybe saw the hair yeah. and was like, dude, look at them luscious locks. People do, people do say that sometimes. They're like, yeah, call me a ma'am. I'll be like, what? It is ma'am. Have you seen that video? That's Mr. Ma'am to you. Have you ever seen that video of that guy at GameStop? He's like a transgender. No. And uh, you can clearly tell he's a dude. He's dressed up as a woman. And he's like, it is ma'am. Motherfucker, if you don't call me ma'am. No, dude, I'm it's, not it's hilarious. Come on, dude. I thought you were up to date on your meme. And no, no, bro. I'm as many links as you send me to YouTube, I whatever. thought you would have seen that by now. Just because I've got my finger on the pulse of the internet doesn't mean that I've seen all the transgender videos. Uh, You literally said just because I have my finger on the pulse of the internet. Yeah, that literally means mean... the internet. Whatever, hater. I'm Dude, we need to go through the. We'll, we'll need to go through the list at, uh, and the, and then one episode of all the freaking sayings you have. I I saved it. Did you? Yeah. Do you have the list? Uh, I can pull it out. I'm sure I can pull it out. Yeah, Scott has a bunch of sayings that we've had to write down just because they're so hilarious. And some of them are like not even sayings, just little maneuvers he does. Like the finger wagon, Whatever. the bougie finger wagon. I do what I want. Mm. That's one. I do what I want. Yep. Oh, I've got the list. Yeah. 
Yep. Everything I tell you is speculation. I know I've said that once already. Yep. Yeah. Anything I tell you is speculation. Yep. What else you got? I do what I want. Do what I want. Mm, at the beginning of everything. Yep, mm, at the beginning of everything. I don't, I don't know what that means, but... Mm. You do it. <laughs> you do it. You go... Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the finger wag? The finger wag. When you point your finger up to... Th- your index finger up to the sky and wag it like... Mm, how dare you? Like, a little bit of shameful. Uh, yep. Dude, what a trip. What a trip. And sometimes you'll do the, the finger wag as like a dance move. Like you'll yeah. be holding your drink in one hand and you'll be doing the finger yeah, wag in the other. that's where it comes from. It's like, yeah. 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 You do that too? Yeah. 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 Cat. Yeah. Cat. It's funny how I had to, uh, how we had to introduce you to new lingo. Like cap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> and bet. Yeah. So how old are you? Like 21, right? 22. Yeah, so I'm like 34. And I don't... <laughs> know all the lingo these young cats be saying sometimes because they'd be capping yeah no cap cap bet bet yeah what's another one <laughs> just looking at uh so I've, I've saved a message that jazz and i've uh, sent back and forth to each other and looking at it it just uh, we say some stupid stuff to each other <laughs> <laughs> It's nothing but gifts and freaking dude yeah. and ridiculous things. Yep. Yep. Like some of the stuff I can't, I can't repeat that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. This is no. Yeah. No. We're, we're good. You, <laughs> you can get this list when you meet us in person. Sign up at Jazz Jitsu. They can get the they can get the they can get the list on on our uh, Patreon. Yeah, uh, Cuomo code. Cuomo code. Uh, Scott vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. Bet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, give me a ten hour video of me just going yeah for ten hours? We're just gonna loop yeah. it. Just loop it. Yeah, that's what I want. Here you go. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. So yeah, man, Vegas trip is really fun. I'm I'm ready to go again. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm ready just to go anywhere, bro. I'm so tired of this COVID thing. No, no. I love farming, but this COVID is like really. I'm ready to go to a club, man. I'm ready to go to a show. I'm ready to do something. Yeah. I'm just going to throw a party at the club. Or a party at the club. Party at the club? A party at the farm. Yeah. Kimite? Uh, yeah, just put some big old speakers and play techno music in the middle of the field. Y'all are all invited to the field party. God, I'm really drunk. Boots and cats. 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 Yeah, man. That was it. That's your Jazz's drop. He was like, bloop. Yep. All that build up for the drop. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. No. So, um... We haven't even gotten into uh, our trips, man. I want to talk to you about Philly. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about Philly. You want to talk about what's there to talk about, bro? What um, what was, what was your take on Philly? Did you enjoy Philly, even though it was COVID lockdown? Freaking was it? It yeah. was so lockdown, man. It was so different 
than Texas because we went from one spectrum to the other. What was the difference? Was like a month apart, roughly two months, something like that. Yeah, uh, I feel like we didn't get to have the full experience. No, I want to give like Philadelphia the benefit of the doubt, but uh, fuck that place, dude. Like, just so many people there, and like. I don't know. I I I'll try it again. I've been there before, uh, but uh, that when we were there, it was and, and it might have just been the sheer amount of jujitsu training that we were doing was like yeah, we were doing a lot. We were doing like two sessions. Yeah, and like the first night we were there, it was like fourteen uh fourteen rounds or something. We went yeah, and um, it wasn't like we were doing like two one hour sessions. It was like hour and a half to two hours. We were in the gym probably three four hours a, a day, at least four. Yeah. yeah. At least four. And uh, so I don't know if it was all just being so drained from that. Um, Dude, I didn't talk about this in the last podcast, but how about where we stay, dude? Oh, no. We need to talk about that. Yeah, that was all your fault. Dude, I didn't realize what I was doing. I just saw the price and I was like, well, that's cheap It's a good price. You know, 100 bucks a night, you can't argue. No, not even 100. It was like uh, 87, something like that. Yeah, 80 something. But yeah, so Jazz signs us up. The location was great. You couldn't ask for a better location. But it was a hostel uh, in the middle of like, you know, downtown Philadelphia, a couple blocks from the Liberty Bell. It was nice. Uh, But we had some crazy dude. Like, I I thought this dude was just going to murder us like at any moment, uh, staying in the room. Uh, with us so there were like you know eight or ten bunk beds and we had two of them and then there was this other guy there he uh, said he was between jobs and that he was going to go be a boy scout counselor uh, in somewhere I don't know but he was waiting at the hostel to find out if his boy scout job was going to fall through or something Isn't I don't know very weird dude I, I I didn't trust that dude at all no. like, I, was, I was waiting for him to stab me I was just like at any moment <laughs> so I, I got like, the top bunk yeah I was like <laughs> I, I know this dude knows how to sharpen a toothbrush yeah, like, yeah, uh, and um, definitely very. It yeah. wasn't very. He didn't like creep me out to that point, but I was just like, he was not physically intimidating at all. No, However, no, no, no. You could tell his browser history was suspect. Yeah, like, that dude was. Yeah, like, like he'd been down some dark web for real. Stuff. Yeah, VPNs and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was de- it was definitely very weird because I didn't know what to. I figured. You know, it'll probably just be me and Scott in the room, and it'll be cool. Nobody will be in there with us. We'll be good. But then this guy. We're lucky it was only him. Yeah, if we had six more, uh, and it was COVID. Dude, it'd be like, like being in prison. I don't think I would have stayed there if there were eight more people in the room. No. How early that would have been. I was thinking about getting a hotel just with that one dude, let alone, like, yeah. others, you know? Like, you were going to get a hotel room with him? No, not with me. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was like, you're, you're so my, that way I could get the room to myself, right? I was like, bro, you're you're my type. If there's anything that I look for in a dude, it's a troll. Like, yeah. Uh, do you have a gemstone in your belly button? Like, definitely. Let's get a hotel room together. That's what I told him. Exactly. And uh, No, that dude was scary, bro. That dude was, was like... sketchy for sure. Weird. And um, that was probably the worst part of the trip. Was yeah. the hotel situa hostel situation, and um, it it really it was very nice. Like the, the everything was like everything nicely else was done. Nice. You know, good that good rocky sun. Yeah, but um, it was I, it was just something I didn't need in my life. Probably I never stayed in a hostel, before, and I probably won't do it again. No, definitely. Uh, 
yeah, I'm just thankful that like I'm not reliant on that. Yeah. 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 Some people look like they live there. Yeah. Definitely very weird. But the uh the seminars, man, friggin' awesome. Great, great stuff. I'd love to go down to Philly just for that gym. Yeah, that was so the nicest nice. gym. The showers, like everything was nice. Yeah, not a not a speck of dust in the place anywhere. No. Uh, it looked like it looked like you could do surgery in there essentially. And, yeah, uh, you probably would have to in someone's ear. Or yeah, someone's uh, freaking dislocated arm or whatever. Yep. But it, yeah, it was gorgeous. They had raised platforms, like things to sit on that went all the no wall mats. I didn't see any wall mats on that main one. They had like a bench. That wrapped they around. had a bench, but they had walmats on the side. Yeah, on the other, yeah. yeah. On the side. Uh, yeah. But it was nice, man. Yeah. Very nice. Without a doubt. If I were going to own a gym, it would look something Just like, like that. that. But it would also have, like, deadlift platforms everywhere. Oh, yeah. It would definitely have to have some weights incorporated. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for being in, like, an inner city like that. I don't think that was even the inner city. I think was that was it? just, like, Philadelphia, man. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Willadelphia. Yeah. Tell them why we call Willadelphia. Why we call Willadelphia Willadelphia? Because um, the Willennium. The Willennium. Yeah. Party like it's Will Two K. I thought it was because of Will Smith. Yeah, that's, those are that's the name <laughs> of his albums. Full. <laughs> the Willennium. I've never watched. I mean, I've never listened to a Will Smith album. You're not missing anything. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. That that Wild Wild West song is kind of funny. <laughs> that movie was terrible, but the song is funny. The show was awesome. I don't, I don't know. What did you think of a Philly cheesesteak? <laughs> I thought so. so. I was yeah. Uh, tell them how lame. <laughs> right. Tell them how lame you are for freaking getting a cheesesteak without yeah, cheese. So yeah, so I got uh, I was cutting uh, for a tournament like the next week, and which I didn't need to, but I, no, I, I felt didn't. like I felt like I was. Uh, I was heavy. So I got no cheese on the sub. You should have seen that man. Was it Pat's or Gino's we went to? Either Pat's. way. Uh, he looked at me like like hell just froze over. It was yeah, like, like it, was it whiz or whiz, whiz out, right? Uh, yeah. You I was like, no cheese. And he was like, ah? He said, nothing? Nothing? Yeah. Yep. How dare you? Yep. That shit was delicious. I think that's why I like Vegas so much is I just like ate everything there and didn't care. Did you get a crepe? Yeah. Uh, they were delicious. I love a crepe. Yeah, I love a crepe. I uh, I enjoyed cheese whiz in Philly. It was delicious. Those cheese fries you had were really good. Yeah, this is a food podcast. Did we just talk about food the whole time? Essentially, we talked about food, getting drunk. Uh, Andre Guavo. Yeah, and why do we call Andre Galvao Guavo, Scott? Because you can't pronounce names. Yeah, because I'm bad at Spanish. Yeah. Say something Spanish. Uh, in Espanol? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Say, where's the library? Donde esta la biblioteca? There we yeah. go. de las puertas. My puertas. Puertas. Well, dude. Is ja, 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 ja. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude. Um, 
So we covered Philly. We covered uh, we covered uh, Dallas, Vegas. We're making a trip back out to Vegas, man. Yeah, definitely. We've covered like two years in the span of two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Well, should we uh, like put a contest for anyone that's listened this long? Yeah. What's the contest? I don't know. If you can give us the code word, then you get a free private listen. There we go. Give us a give us the code. First word. one to give us the code word. What's the code word? I don't know. It's up to you. Oh. You, I, this is your show, man. I'm just, oh, I, I don't, don't even know. know why I'm here. I don't know. Because <laughs> you're the honorary guest, dude. I knew if I was going to have a guest on, who would be my first guest? It would be you. Nice. Who's Obviously. your second guest? Who knows? It's probably my wife. Cool. Me. They know. They know. Yeah. Whoever, uh, whoever can tell us what we said the most, I guess. What word? No, you got to say a word. Let, let's do a uh, Cuomo code they know. Cuomo uh, code they know, and you get a free private lesson. Yeah, you'll be in the drawing for a free private lesson. No, just first one to first one to first do one it. to do it. Okay, yeah. we'll do that. First one to do it. They know. They know. Cuomo code they know. Cuomo code they know. Dude, that's gonna be once we get sponsors and shit. That's what I'm. That's what that'll be my my uh, my Cuomo code. They know. D e y. K n o w. Or uh, most of our lines when we speak to each other is just really bad Scarface impressions. They know. Impersonations. First you got the money, then you got the power. Then you got the power, then you got the woman. Yeah, yeah bro. I already can't wait to have you back on, man. For real. Yeah. Thanks. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We'll have more stuff to talk about. Yep. When you go compete again, dude. I don't know, bro. I'm a little bit like meh at the moment. On yeah, but me with training. Yeah, I mean, I like training. I like. It sucks because of COVID. You can't. There's not many tournaments. I'm just right. ready for shit oh, to yeah. open so back I'd, up so I can I'd get back to my weekend on weekend. Four or five tournaments in the past like six months that have all been canceled. So like. Yeah, because we were gonna do a tournament together. Uh, it was a new breed in South Carolina, and we both got COVID. We both had to cancel. That's the one, yeah. That was the one we got. And crazy. then we were, we were gonna do one in Maryland, and um. Oh yeah. There's been at least four that I've signed up for, paid my money, and then it just didn't work out. Or uh, yeah, so I went to one right that was that we signed up, and they just kept everybody outside. So they're like weigh-ins are at ten o'clock, but nobody can come in till you're competing. And so, like, we're all just starving in the parking lot, being really mad at each other. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's all, like, in, I don't know, whatever. So, after that bad experience during COVID, I was happy to compete, but I don't know. And then I, I don't know, I just need to find the motivation again to figure out the next leg, whether that's, you know. Just training or competing or whatever. I don't. I think I'm done competing for a little bit. Yeah. Um. I mean, if one comes up, I'll sign sign up for it. I got no problem just to sign up for right. one. That's fine. But uh, you'll figure it out. I'm sure. I'm not interested in keeping like a fight weight just for jujitsu tournaments. No, man. You got to be happy. Yeah. 
And um Yeah, like one forty five Scott is not like no not feeling good. Like one fifty five no. Scott's pretty happy. Yeah. One sixty five pound Scott is uh like way happy. So yeah. I just gotta find what's up. Yeah, man. I'm really happy with my lift and I, I I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. I'll continue doing that. Uh and then still do train a couple times a week and cool do. Just keep on keeping on. Awesome, man. Well, uh, you want to give a shout out to anyone, anything you want to plug your, uh, you want to plug the sustainable homestead? Yeah. What can I check uh, you out? I'm I'm a farmer, uh, and I teach survival classes. Uh, if you're interested in learning how to go off into the wilderness with just a knife or less than a knife, you can look at our website, which is sustainablehomestead.com. Uh, and if you're interested in survival or figuring out how to design your farm to use, uh, less fossil fuel and have more abundance at the end of the day uh, so you can have a lot of good food and hang out with your friends. Uh, that's what we're about. So we teach survival classes, have interns out there all the time, and uh, grow food and grow food party crew. That's pretty much what we do, you know? Heck yeah. Check us out. Heck yeah. Um, what's your what's the Instagram for it? Uh, uh, sustainablehomestead.com or sustainablehomestead. The Instagram, oh, no, yeah, you can uh, Sustainable Homestead Institute on Facebook. Uh, Sweet. Yep. Yeah. Or if you got any classes coming up anytime soon? So with COVID, uh, we really had to like scale things back, and um, we're we've we're gonna do some things uh, in the fall, um, but it's kind of the same that I've been doing for the past six months or so. Where uh, if you have a small group of eight or so, we can do uh, classes with your group, but it's it's much more individual uh, catered to the group as opposed to doing the big 15-people classes, 30-people classes. I just don't feel like we can we can do that safely uh, because we're all living so close together in tents and stuff. I feel like that might be a bad look, but uh, we are doing classes eight or less, which is what I really enjoy, the small group, because we can do more hands-on. More in-depth stuff. Yeah. Uh, cool. And I can really, like, look at you and say oh this is this is why your fire is not starting or this is why your shelter's not working out this are you know talk about plants here's three variations of the similar plant and how you can use those in different ways um, and when you get into a big class of uh, and anything more than 15 is hard for me to run by myself uh, but then 30 and 60 is next to impossible so it, it, right. it's actually worked out better uh, in the long run cool deal man well, I look forward to uh, having you back on, and uh, we'll talk more about uh, your survival training and your class. Yeah, you're going to come out at some point. Yeah, That's yeah. Heard. yeah, I'll definitely come out, man. We're going to get the bachelor party crew together yes. and uh, get them to rub some sticks together for real. Oh, yeah, man. We'll definitely do that. you got to film that. That'll be great. Oh, yeah. That'll make up for a great vlog. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you being on. I appreciate this. This was fun. Oh, we'll yeah, man. We'll do it again. Peace out, guys. Peace.